Welcome to Adventuring the Girl Life, where we believe life for every girl should be well lived. Each week, we'll explore tips and techniques to add more adventure to your world, from fitness and self-care to career building and fulfillment, and even the most mundane parts of life. So buckle up, I'm your host, Jan Whitmore, certified personal trainer, mom of two, lover of a brand new notebook, and your new partner in adventure. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast, girls. I want to jump right in this week and talk with you about quitting after victory. Now, if you have been with us the entire first six weeks of the new year in my program called First Six, um, we are finished with those emails that went out every week until this point. And I feel like that we are at this point of a crossroads. And the reason for this is because this is about the time that all of the resolutions for the new year are over. People are done sticking with them. They have either already quit or they are on the verge of quitting. And I don't want you to fall into that. So this week's episode is going to be about not quitting after the victory. Because for some of us, we haven't even made it to the victory line. Um, We're still working towards whatever our New Year's resolutions were or um, whatever our goals for this year were. And we don't want to fall off the wagon at this point in time because the new has worn off. The fun isn't fun anymore. And we don't really know what else to do at this point. Maybe if you were part of the first six, you received the email every week and you had a plan, you had something to do, something to click on. And now that that's over, you don't know what comes next. And so I just want us to go through quickly, um, what are we supposed to do at this point in time after these six weeks are over or when the red has all been licked off of our lollipop and our goals and dreams and resolutions aren't really fun anymore. Well, the deal is, is that we have to push. That's the bottom line. We have to push. We have to keep going. We have to dig deeper and we have to find another level of commitment and motivation And I know you're sitting there probably in your car listening to this thinking, Lord have mercy, she is self-motivated. I don't have that. And let me just tell you, sister, no, I am not self-motivated. I am not. So I am going to tell you my story. This was actually five years ago. Wow, five years ago. That makes me really sad. And I'm going to be completely vulnerable with you. So don't judge me too harshly. Um... You know what? I really don't even remember if I have told you all this before, but I will kind of go into some detail just in case. Um, So five years ago, I bought a workout plan. Um, At the time, I spent a 
not a huge amount of money on it, but at the time it was a pretty large amount of money for us um, financially. And I was determined that I was going to do it. I was going to do it 100%. I was going to be on it like white on rice. And I was not going to let our money that we didn't really have a lot of at the time be wasted. And so um, after I bought the program, I started first day, day one, like I had everything printed. I had everything colored. I had my pencil, my notebook, like I was ready. I was on it. And over the next 12 weeks, I completely changed my body. Now, mind you, these workouts were two and a half hours long. Now, maybe someone who was faster or in better shape than me could have, you know, made them happen quicker. But on average, it took me two and a half hours to complete. And at the time, I only had two hours available um, childcare um, at the gym. So I would either complete some of it at home before I went um, or I would go and do it all and then come back later to finish after Alan got home so he could keep the kiddos. Um, or I would try just to speed it up, you know, to get it done faster so that I could get it all in. I was working out six days a week and I was on that program for about 98% of it. Um, you know, there were like a few days where I just, you know, like I had a sick kid and couldn't get to the gym or um, either had something on the schedule and I just couldn't finish it. But I literally was on that program day in and day out for 12 weeks. And over the 12 weeks, like I said, I completely changed my body. There was a drastic difference between my before and after pictures, and it was amazing. And I don't remember ever working so hard at something in my life. But when it was over, oh, I was so proud. I looked great. I felt great. And then I got sick. And then a week had went by and I never went to the gym. Mind you, I also didn't have a plan at this point. I didn't know what I was going to do next because I had completed what was in front of me and I had nothing else to follow it up with. And then the following week, my kiddos got sick. So now I'm two weeks out of the gym. And before I knew it, it was a whole month now, I was still going to the gym, like kind of treadmill, lifting weights a little bit here and there, but I was not doing anything strenuous like I was doing before. I started to fall backwards, and it was because I had gotten to the finish line. I had completed it. Victory was in my rearview mirror. But I never had another goal set in front of me. I never had anything or anyone to push me through to the next level. I could have lost probably another 10 pounds after that. And that would have been crazy. I would have been, you know, getting ready for a bikini competition or something at that point. Like I was feeling good. And I just let it all go. It all went. And I never spent any more money, which I could have, but I never spent any more money on another program, on another journey, on another option. And the new had worn off. I could have easily started that program over, but I didn't because I had worked so hard for so long that I wanted to take a break. 
And I really didn't want to start that program over because I knew how hard and strenuous it was. So not only was I giving myself an out, I was also being a bit lazy. And I didn't have the motivation of the money spent anymore because, again, I had completed it. The victory was in my rearview mirror. Years went by, and then my miscarriages came, and I, in all that time, was still teaching classes, was still a personal trainer, now own my own business in my garage. You know, I've started the podcast, and I still have not gotten back to where I was after I completed that program. Okay, now that is my vulnerable position for you because I am telling you as a personal trainer that we still struggle. It's not just unicorns and rainbows. We don't eat healthy all the time and wear a size two all the time. I have always been a um, person who fluctuated um, weight and... There's a picture of me that I just posted this week or last week. Um, it was a throwback Thursday and I'm in a pink shirt and around that I was 17 at the time and I was running cross country. It was the skinniest I think I've ever been in my life. And I still didn't feel like I was good enough at the time. Um and then, of course, later on, I got married and had children and gained weight, and then I lost weight from running, and then I gained weight, and then I lost more weight from running, and then changed my body, my muscle structure with the program. And so the years, you know, have just gone on and on with up and down fluctuations. And I'm just here to tell you that do I know my job? Absolutely. Am I good at it? I would like to think so. I hope that my clients would say yes, but that doesn't mean that my life and my body is in the perfect position at all times either. We all go through um, phases in our lives, and I hope that you are gracious with me, girls, for sharing this vulnerability with you, but I want to tell you that this is the point that you have to keep pushing. I'm at that point with you. I'm at the point where I am pushing. I am overcoming the sweets that are in my refrigerator every day from Christmas because they're not my candy, they're my kids' candy. And if it were up to me, I would throw every bit of it in the garbage because I am not a moderator. I am an abstainer. But that's not my candy. It's my kids' candy, and I can't just willy-nilly throw their candy away. What kind of mom would I be? I would actually really help their health. That's what kind of mom I would be, but I would crush their spirit. So <laughs> um, anyways, we are all at that point, and I feel like that I wanted to produce this episode this week because this is the point. This is the point where we start to fall off, or maybe we've actually reached the goal because six weeks is a pretty good amount of time to eat well and exercise to actually see some results. But a lot of us aren't there yet, and we still need to push. And if we are there, then we don't know what comes next, and we need to push. So I am challenging you today I don't know what it is for you. Maybe you need a healthy eating plan. Maybe you need another exercise program. Maybe you need a personal trainer. Maybe you just need to sit down with your calendar and plan out your time. Maybe you know exactly what to do and you are on it. You are ready. 
but you can't figure out when to get it done. I don't know what's holding you back today, girls, but I really, really, really hope and pray that you can find something that comes next. As humans, I feel that we are always on a journey. We are always looking towards the next goal, the new thing, and something always has to be new and shiny because once we're finished with it, then it's over. And there's all kinds of statistics that are shown with that, you know, how long a new gift actually lasts. And I want us to be deeper people than that. But as humans and we with goals in mind, a lot of times we always need that outer push. So if you will let me, I would love to help you in any of those areas that relate to health and fitness. I am dipping my toes into becoming an accountability coach, and that can fall under anything from schedule planning to your meals and exercising, um, your fitness level, and I would love to help you. But at the very least, I want you to start looking. Look for your next plan. Look for your next running goal. Uh, I, because of my hip, have not been running as much as I usually do because it is something that I love very much and it is very much a stress reliever for me. And so I'm dipping my toe back into the running and I have to go find myself a plan. Um, I mean, of course, I could easily write myself a plan, but I don't follow my own plans. It's it's a it's a personal flaw. Okay, I don't follow my own plans. So I'm going to look for a new running plan. And I'm also going to start running with my son because he is signed up for a race in the next couple of months. I want to start playing volleyball again. I played in high school. It was one of my favorite things. I loved it. And my daughter is now trying out for volleyball um, at her school. And so I plan to up my activity level a lot this year and better my food choices. Uh, I think a lot of us realize that you could exercise until the cows come home, but if you still eat poorly, it's not going to make any difference. And I actually have been reading this book recently, and this guy is going through all of the examples of how um, people and tribes, um, communities through the years have been active in their lives, but they're still overweight. And the bottom line that he is trying to get us to understand is that the obesity comes from poor choices of food. And so for me, I'm just equating that in my mind to poverty, that I have to stop having poverty thinking about my food and my weight. It's never going to change if my mind is still on the poverty level. And so I want to challenge you to find something new for yourself this year. Find a way to push through. Push through your next level. Push through your next barrier. Push through your motivation, or lack thereof, rather. Push into the person that you're going to become this year because this is the breaking point. This is the point where you decide, am I going to quit 
or am I going to carry on? And I hope that you carry on. And if I can help you, that's awesome. And if not, there is so much information out there, girl, so much. And if you need a pain point to put on it, there are even things that you can do like the diet bet that we did back in November that you can put money down on uh, a goal. If you need that kind of outer accountability, you can get it anywhere. You can get it from a friend. You can get it from me, a trainer. You can get it from uh, money that you put down in a program like I did five years ago. There's all kinds of options and you just need to figure out what kind of person that you are so that you can figure out what kind of motivation or outer accountability that you need to push yourself into the next goal, to push yourself into the next level. Because I promise you, sweetheart, if you are not pushing yourself, no one else will. It is all up to you. And we talked about this in first six. It is all up to you. And I hope that you make it. And I would love to see you on the other side of it. Thank you so much for listening, girls. As always, I am so thankful for you because if it weren't for you, then this podcast would not exist. So if you would be so dear, please go to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever it is that you get your podcast and leave us a review and give us five stars. We would really appreciate it because this is how the algorithm, Lord have mercy, those algorithms, it's how it works so that we can reach other people. Now, this podcast is absolutely a labor of love for me, but I definitely would love to get more people listening to it. So if you have the time, please go and give us a five-star review and rating And before we go, of course, we have to do crowns and flops. I actually have two flops this week. Is is it wrong to give myself two flops? Well, one, I made my daughter tacos for lunch this week, and I completely forgot to put her taco shells in the lunchbox. So there they sit right there in front of my face right now on the counter staring at me. So my kid is eating tacos with no tacos. And my second flop is that I apparently became lazy in my HIT class because I was supposed to be pulling in my core and instead I used my back. And yes, now I have this tight back and it's swollen and painful when I twist and turn and bend over to record a podcast, for instance. So it was my... Major flop. I need to go sit in the bathtub after this. Anyway, moving on to our crowning moment of the week. And this may be of the month, actually. My husband bought me hot yoga for Christmas. And I had it for a month. And it was just something that I wanted to try because I'd never tried it before. Oh, my goodness. I fell in love with hot yoga. It is like my favorite thing ever now. And I'm really sad because I have to let it go. But the crown of this moment is that I completed an entire month of hot yoga and my hips have never felt better. Oh, if you do not do yoga or even hot yoga, you need to try it. It will change your life. It will change your body. And I plan at some point in the very near future to go back hot yoga, ladies and gentlemen, just ladies, amen for hot yoga. 
right, girls, that is it for this week's episode. Thank you for going on this crazy journey with me today. I cannot wait to see you again next week. But if you have enjoyed this episode of Adventuring the Girl Life, please remember to subscribe to the show and leave a review so that more girls can grow. And until next week, girls, adventure on!